This message is a ministry of From the Fray, a site dedicated to providing hope-filled, battle-worn resources. For more encouraging content, check out fromthefray.com. Whenever the, the book of Jonah comes up, uh, the fish is usually what takes center stage. And I know for many people, the fish is a, it's a deal breaker. So I want to offer a few thoughts about the fish for your consideration. First, I want to offer three possible explanations as to what really happened with the fish. Three ideas as to what may have happened. First one is, maybe it's possible for a human being to live inside a fish for three days. Maybe a human can survive inside a big fish for three days. I don't know. I don't claim to be an expert on this. I don't know if it's possible. I'm just saying maybe. If so, I would admit that it's extremely extraordinary. Uh, to say nothing of the fact that it would be disgusting and uh, dark. I don't really care about those two, but I'm a pretty claustrophobic individual, so I, I hope that's not the option. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe someone can stay alive inside a fish for three days. I don't know. Second option would be that maybe Jonah died inside the fish, and then God uh, later miraculously bought, brought him back to life after the, the whale or the fish puked him up onto the shore. He died, and God brought him back to life. If you read the commentators, this is kind of the minority view. Not many people think this, but it's a possible explanation. A third one would be that uh, it's not possible to stay alive inside a fish, but God miraculously kept Jonah alive, and he helped him stay alive. Maybe that's it. I don't know. We don't know which of these uh, possible explanations, if any of them, accurately describe what actually happened with the fish. We don't know because the author of Jonah doesn't tell us what happens. I think the author doesn't tell us what happens because whatever happened doesn't affect the overall theme of the book. I've said multiple times in this series that the fish is just a footnote. Right? He's just like a, an ancient Uber uh, taxi for God to use to get Jonah where he wanted him to go. I tend to lean more towards the third explanation, that uh, God miraculously kept him alive, but again, I don't have an emotional attachment to any of those. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I think a bigger question here, which is the second thing I want to offer for your consideration, is just the idea of miracles in general. Right? I, I think it was probably a miracle. Uh, regardless, I think we should talk about miracles for a second, uh, because that's the bigger issue at stake here. Right? If, uh, if you have already settled in your heart on a worldview that says miracles are not possible, there's no God that exists at all, or if there is one, he's not up there doing miracles. If that's your position, then I can see how the fish part of the story would be hard for you to swallow. I was waiting to say that. See what I did there? Hard for you to swallow. Anyway, um, yeah, if, you, if there's no God or if, if miracles don't happen, I can see how that would be hard for you to, to accept. Um, but if you think maybe there could be a God, if you left the door open even slightly for the existence of a God who can do miracles, then it's not a very big step for you to accept the fish part of this story. It's really not that big of a deal. Right? If God can create the universe and do miracles, then he can keep an angry prophet alive uh, for three days. Uh, which really brings me to my last point. Right? So I gave you three possible explanations as to maybe what happened. Uh, second, really, the issue here really is miracles. Right? Can miracles happen? If so, then the fish is no big deal. But the third thing that really matters the most is that the most important miracle God ever performed, if you believe there is a God, was in bringing a different prophet back to life uh, after being fully dead for three days. That prophet, of course, was Jesus. Now, Christians believe that Jesus orchestrated the timing and the details and the events of his birth, as well as his death. We believe that he was fully in charge of everything from beginning to end. Uh, now, if you believe someone can do that, is capable of doing that, and I believe that Jesus is, uh, then I think it's safe to go with whatever he says on any given topic. Right? If he can orchestrate how he lives and how he dies, when he lives and when he dies, then we should just listen to what he says about anything. At least that's my 
my position. And it just so happens that Jesus has something to say about Jonah. So I want to read it real quick before this big Montana storm rolls in behind me. I want to get this, get this done because the storm is on my heels. In Matthew chapter 12, Jesus said something about Jonah. Verses 40 and 41, he says, For just as Jonah was in the belly of the great fish for three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. The people of Nineveh will stand up against this generation on Judgment Day and condemn it, for they repented of their sins at the preaching of Jonah. Now someone greater than Jonah is here, but you refuse to repent. It seems like Jonah did, or Jesus, it seems like Jesus rather did think that the story of Jonah was historical and it took place in space and time. If that's the case, if Jesus thinks that, then that's, that's good enough for me. Regardless of where you land on the topic of the fish and the mechanics of how the fish worked out, I pray that you had found some encouragement in this series. If you did, you can go to fromthefray.com slash series, fromthefray.com slash series, to find other biblical teaching series that we have on there. If you have a suggestion or a comment or a question about what we could do next, there's a form on there. You can anonymously submit that and let me or Chaplain Caps know what you'd like to see us work on in the future.